Well, shalom, shalom, and shalom. We're super excited to have you guys on today. Uh, we thank you for coming on. I want to make sure we make sure we mute this real quick. There we go. All right. So we just want to thank you guys for coming on today. We are uh, in our uh, weekend uh, scripture study, personal development series. We're uh, letting you guys in on a personal development series that's been going on for a pretty good while now. It was so good, so uh, powerful, so empowering that we wanted to make sure that you got it. So do us a favor at this moment. If you can just uh, make sure you like and share the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel. And if this is continuing to bless you, you're here for a reason. And so if it's continuing to bless you or Hebrew word for blessed is Baruch, if it empowers you, then share with someone else. We want to make sure that that word continues to spread. So with that being said, we, uh, we've been talking about um, developing the whole man. And uh, we're, we're getting things in preparation as believers to make sure that we always walk uh, in the perfect will of Elohim. So we're going to get right into what we're going to be uh, talking about today. And that is the new man taking on the mind of the Messiah. As ambassadors, it's important, it's vitally important that we understand how to properly utilize the governor, the Holy Spirit, the person, the Holy Spirit in the earth. Many believers are have come into knowledge of the kingdom and get access to the knowledge of the kingdom, but then they now have to be uh, taught how to live out of the born again spirit. I want you to think about this as ambassadors. How long were you listening to your soulish man before you became a, a kingdom citizen uh, of the kingdom of heaven? What I mean by that is before we become citizens of the kingdom of heaven, we are, our spirits haven't been born again. And we're going to go into Bereshit. We always like to go to the beginning, get the source and how things were established before uh, man fell and gave up his position uh, and his dominion in the earth. And then we're going to fast forward to when Yeshua came in the earth and what he was sent to do. But when he left, he gave us the Holy Spirit, the helper. And, it, and he was there to teach us, to guide us on all truth that it pertains to the kingdom of heaven. So we see here in uh, Corinthians uh, Bet 5 and 17, therefore, if anyone is in the Messiah or Meshach, the new creation has come. The old is gone. The new is here. What are we saying here? We're saying that when you become a citizen of the kingdom of heaven, the things that you did before, Whatever uh, situation that you were in before, whatever it was that was binding you or had you bound, it's released. It's released. And so then as we become citizens of the kingdom of heaven, now we take on a regenerated spirit. Our spirit has been regened. That's why I says when we become uh, born again, we re regenerate it. We, our spirit is regenerated. And so then as ambassadors, this is why it's important to have a pastor. This is why it's important to have a shepherd, because when you have the shepherd, the shepherd is responsible for helping you fine tune the soul. Because again, before you 
were born again, you were listening to your uh, human spirit. It wasn't regenerated. And so you have to think about it. It's some people that haven't come into the knowledge of the kingdom. It's been 20 years. Some, some people were born again when they were 15. So you think about how many years we developed an ear to hear our human spirit. And so, th and this is why it's also important that when people become citizens of the kingdom, you don't just go run off and start a church. Uh, we had people, I saw something in the world, somebody was saved. I think it's one of your favorite celebrities. He uh, says he was saved and then he goes and starts a church. That's out of order because you don't even know how to listen, how to be uh, in a position to hear the Holy Spirit, the helper who knows all things. And so what we understand is as ambassadors, we have to understand is that when we become born again, we have a whole different way of living. And so we're going to go through that. We're going to go through it with a fine tooth comb. We really want you to get this. And I'm super excited to be able to uh, impart this wisdom. And before I go e any further, I want to make sure I give honor to uh, where it's due. And I thank uh, Dr. Larry for the continuous word that has gone forth, that has completely transformed my life and has put me in a position to come back and, and help someone else, to empower someone else. So thank you, Dr. Larry. Thank you for uh, the opportunity. Do not take it lightly at all. Uh, the word that's going forth that feeds the uh, flock, we don't take it lightly. And we just thank you, Holy Spirit, for continued wisdom and uh, making sure that this word impermeates the heart. So, okay, want to make sure we do that. I always want to stay in order. So let's go to Bereshit in the beginning, because when we see, when we take on that regenerated uh, spirit, we're going to see what it is that we're actually doing. And then we always go to the beginning in Bereshit and we see here. So what I have here <clears throat> is the Hebrew uh, lexicon here. And it's important for us ambassadors because many people say, why do y'all go to Hebrew? Does it still matter? Yes, it's vitally important that we always get the pure source because all the translations, if you just study from translation, you're at the mercy of the translator. So if the translator had a different agenda, if they had a different culture, uh, if they had a different uh, precept, then you're at the mercy of that translator. So when we go to the Hebrew, we're acknowledging, Father, we want to know the pure word, the, the raw word. What you said, I want to make sure I get it. I want to make sure I get it so that I can continue to live out of my born again spirit. So let's look at um, Bereshit 26, 1 and 26. And it says, and Elohim said, let us make, and see here, these are words that were added in. So it may not have even been in the original uh, manuscript. So make humankind, and we can see here the name Adam is humankind in our image and according to our likeness and, and let them rule over the fish of the sea and over the uh, birds. And so we see here, we want to pull out two main things. Elohim created mankind because if you understand father sources, he had the whole mankind in Adam. 
Adam had the whole mankind inside of him. And so when we see here, we know in the beginning when it was established that they were in right standing with the father, they didn't have to acknowledge that they were already made in his image and his likeness. So let's go to those two points, image and likeness. All right, I want to make sure everybody can see that. Uh, so what we see here is uh, the word image. And again, this is why it's so important to understand why Hebrew or studying the Hebrew is important to ambassadors. I want to know the language that the father spoke in. I want to get the pure source. So that's what we're doing. So we see here an image and it's spelled Saudi Lamed Mem. <laughs> And so we're going to break that down. We know as ambassadors, when we study the Hebrew, the Hebrew uh, letter word. And it, and it means to have a desire or have a strong pulling towards righteousness, actually, to have a strong pulling towards righteousness. And then we see here a lamed. And we always read from right to left in Hebrew. So we see the Lamed here. And the Lamed is, is spelled Lamed Mem Dalet. Uh, and it means to control, to uh, spiritual authority, to teach, to govern, to educate, to go into a school of thought to where you, uh, you accept that school of thought. That's what education is, a disbursement of ideas. And then we see Mem, it's spelled Mem you'd mem and it's the power of the life giving spirit so when we were made in the image we were made in the image because we have that strong desire to be in right standing righteousness means being in right standing with the father that's what righteousness means and to be uh by way of us having that desire we gain that spiritual authority but we get the spiritual authority because we go into the school of thought of the life-giving spirit, the Holy Spirit. So when he made us in his image, we have connection to him at all times. You don't get that until you become, become an ambassador and you go into the school of thought. So we see image here. And what's important here is this is a root word here, salmi, the root word for image. And we know for mem, this mem on the end, it's a closed mem meaning it's denoting a secret. Something hasn't been revealed yet. It's not revealed until we become uh, go into the school of thought of the kingdom. So we don't get the knowledge of the kingdom until we become into the, uh, a, a student, a scholar, a scholar in the school of thought of the kingdom. I'm sorry. I'm fired up. I'm just, I got to settle down. And so what we go here, we see likeness next. And so let me move this right here. So I'm going to be in the way. All right, that Dalet, Dalet is comprised of uh, Dalet Lamed Ta. So we were made in the image and likeness of Elohim. So it's this Hebrew word, the moot. And so again, it's spelled Dalet Mem Vav Ta. And so that Mem, I'm sorry, that Dalet is having access to authority having access to the government of the kingdom of heaven. We get access because Lamed, we go into a school of thought. And then we see here a mem, 
Mem is comprised of three letters, Mem, Yud, Mem. Again, it's that life-giving spirit. When we see the pictorial meaning of Mem, it's a massive wave of water. Have you all ever seen a, a tsunami or the, the after effects of a tsunami? That water is so powerful, it knocks things over. It creates a, uh, a, a, a um, it creates an environment that it can't hold it. How important is it for us as ambassadors when we gain knowledge of the kingdom and really live out our born again spirit, how powerful we are in the earth? The spirits also know the ones that fail with, with Lucifer, they also know. But they they don't they don't have the legality that we have because we're getting ready to go into that the legality that we have in the earth and the authority that we have. Again, we have to allow them to to have access to us. So that just shows how powerful that spirit is and how powerful we are as ambassadors in the earth. And we have to understand that. Now, next we see the vibe, and vibe is spelled vibe vibe. It's intensified. It's to establish, to be connected, to be secure. The pictorial meaning of a vibe is a nail. What does a nail do? A nail establishes something. It secures it in place. It won't be moved until it's out of position. So we have to look at that and look at Tav as the last letter. And it's spelled Tav Vav. It's to have a covenant to be identified or to be marked. So if we're in the likeness of Elohim, we are identified, we're marked because we have an established connection to the spirit, the life-giving spirit. And when we have that connection to the life-giving spirit, we have access to authority. We have access to the government of the kingdom of heaven. How important is it for us as ambassadors to really understand who we are, whose we are. And when we take on the mind of the Messiah, when we, we live out of our born again spirit, <laughs> we operate in obedience and submission. Things have to work. Things have to work in our favor. We can look at an instance where Yeshua was walking on water. From people outside looking in, he was walking on water, but ambassadors understanding the, the key, the kingdom keys, he was walking on laws. He was walking on what was already established. He was connected to what was already established because he was living out of the born again spirit. All right. So what we want to do next is, because I'm not led by this PowerPoint, I'm led by the Holy Spirit, but I do want to go to this point here about how dangerous an idea is because we have many ambassadors that have come into the knowledge of the truth, yet they completely um, depend on another system. So you can't be a part of two governments. We understand as ambassadors, we live in one government, however, we're from another government. But what happens is we were sent in the earth to get some things done, to win some new territory. However, when we allow other ideas, other precepts, because there's only two sources of thoughts, when it goes down, when you track the, uh, a thought down to the source, there's only two sources of thought, that one of light and that one of darkness. And so we can't mix the two. So we can't say we're ambassadors, then we go celebrate Christmas. We can't say we're ambassadors, then we go celebrate Easter. 
we when we get into the knowledge of the truth and we get into that as well, because when you live out of the born again spirit, you also have the spirit of truth. So there's the word of truth and there's the spirit of truth. They go hand in hand. So that's why we have some believers that don't actually have the spirit of truth in them. So when something is challenged, when they challenge the word of truth, the spirit of truth is not telling them, hey, this is the this is the pure word of Elohim. You don't need to double check that. It's already taken care of. But when we set up other ideologies, schools of thoughts, and we set up a, a belief system that's rooted in error, we disallow or misuse our authority in the earth. So let's go right into how dangerous an idea is. <clears throat> let's look at this. An idea is a precept, which is a beginning thought. So all throughout Tehillims, when you read Tehillims, it always talks about meditating on your precepts. Um, I think about your precepts day and night. What precepts are we talking about? The precept, the original idea and purpose of what the father established. Not that source of thought of the old serpent, but the source that comes from kingdom knowledge. So an idea is a precept, which is the beginning thought. Uh, do we have a reader? Can we, do we have our reader available? Yes, I'm here. Okay. If you don't mind reading those for me. All right. An idea is a precept, which is a beginning thought. A thought or idea that you agree with becomes your conception. Your belief system is formulated with the idea or ideas that you accepted as truth. Your belief system is more powerful than the Holy Spirit. Okay, hold on right there. What we say here, the, your belief system is more powerful than the Holy Spirit. How is that? How is that? The Holy Spirit knows all things. It tells us in Corinthians, uh, I think it's Second Corinthians or uh, Corinthians, uh, it tells us that the Holy Spirit has searched the innermost parts of Elohim, that no eyes have seen, ears have heard the plans that Father has for us because they have been revealed to the Holy Spirit. So Holy Spirit knows all things, can never get it wrong, can never miss the mark. And so how can we say our belief system is more powerful than the Holy Spirit? Well, let's look at this. Yeshua came down. Can somebody tell me why Yeshua came down? Why did he come down uh, into the earth to take on a flesh suit to get legality in the earth? What are some reasons why he came back as it pertains to uh, that belief system? Can anyone answer that? <clears throat> One First operating dominion. operating dominion. Okay. Anyone else? To bring us back to our original state. Um, I think okay. that's it. Anyone else? I told you it's the talk back ministry. <laughs> okay. He had to come back in the form of a man as the last Adam, because the first what the first Adam lost, he had to um, sort of repeat that process to regain it, to restore man back to his right dominion and righteousness. Yes. All of those are right. And I, I make a comment. He came to uh, store back our, uh, 
our dominion. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So all of those are right. And so Yeshua came in the earth because he had to change our mind. Our minds had to be changed because we were operating in, in different things that weren't established by the Father. We were operating in religious uh, institutions, starting religion, starting other schools of thoughts that, that wasn't in the beginning. So he came down to change that belief system, change our belief system. That's how powerful our belief system is. He had to come off the throne of heaven into the earth, take on the legal earth suit that grants him legality in the earth to change our minds. But it says in, in Bereshit that the father spoke and created the heavens and the earth. So this is how important our belief system is. And this is why we have to search. When we pray to the father, I always, one of the prayers that I, I always say is Holy Spirit, search the innermost parts of me. Help me identify what it is that's causing me not to apply laws. Help me identify what laws I'm breaking. Help me identify what it is that's causing me not to be to be uh to conquer what is trying to conquer me we have people this is how powerful belief system is you are you have to understand when we take medicine we operate laws when we take medicine when we take medicine we activate our belief system and we give our belief system over to the medicine but if we see the accounts that Yeshua did people were on the deathbeds a bag of bones on their way to make a transition. And he would always say, because of your faith, and we know what faith means, living out our born again spirit, you, you take on the mind of the Messiah. And when you take on the mind of the Messiah, anything is possible to those who believe, who have faith that are living out of their born again spirit. So our belief systems have to change. When we change our belief system, I truly believe with 100%. If we're taking medicine and we and we come off of that system and we truly believe that we're healed because Yeshua came in and took those bruises so that we by his stripes that we're healed, then I can come off of it. But I have to believe I'm hindering the word from going forth because of my belief system. I'm hindering the word from operating inside of me because of my belief system. So we have to first thing is repent. Change the way that we think. We must change the way that we think. We got to get rid of whatever is contaminating our belief system. We have to uproot it. What are you planted in? Are you planted in wisdom from the world or are you planted in the original precepts of the kingdom? And that's why uh, we say that belief is uh, more powerful than the spirit because holy spirit in us until we allow him to he's the perfect gentleman as it pertains to our children what have you learned that you took from someone else and you didn't check it unchecked knowledge comes in and if it creates error everything after the precept if it's in error everything else the the original idea the uh, precept the conception when you when you have a conception you agree with that thought our convictions when you set up a, a system of rules and regulations and that are formulated in our belief system, then we um, take on 
a philosophy, an ideology, and then our lifestyles. If we are, if the precept is contaminated, everything after that is contaminated. If I gave you a glass of water and sprinkled a, a, the tiniest mustard seed of dirt in that water, that water is not contaminated. You, you're not going to drink that water. That water is contaminated. Even though I put the, the little tiniest speck of dirt in that water, it's no longer pure. So it's the same thing with wisdom of the kingdom and precepts. You can't mix the two. So that's why it's important that we uh, change the way that we think. So let's go uh, to that. Let's go back to that point, uh, reader. We're here. Training is the application of a thought or idea, and the student has to agree with that particular school of thought. A thought that is an error, if agreed with, will give birth to a misconception and as a result will bring forth a school of thought that can cause misuse or misunderstanding of purpose and vision. Okay. Corinthian bet. Mm, I'm sorry. Second Corinthian uh, chapter five says, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of Elohim and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Messiah. Thank you. I think, thank you for translating that right. I should have put it in there. <laughs> yeah, to the Messiah, we have to make sure that we, we take every thought captive. We have to capture every single thought. The way that we uh, teach our kids, the way we discipline our kids, the way that we operate, the things that we say, uh, the foods that we put in our bodies. Where did that idea come from? Where did it come from? If it doesn't come from the pure source, it's contaminated. As an ambassador, you need to uproot it. And when you uproot it, you have to replace it with the word. The word is uh, quick, sharper than any two-edged sword. It exposes. It will expose whether it's from light or darkness. But the hindrance that a lot of believers have is they don't operate by listening to their born-again spirit. They don't know the distinction between their human spirit and their born-again spirit. And that's where the ideas come in. Let's let's go to that. Let's go to that. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Okay, let's look at this three-part trichotomy of man. So this is very basic and simple to understand. We're spirits with a soul that possess a body. When we say image and likeness, the image and likeness is made from the spirit. When we come, become born again believers, we have a regenerated spirit. This is when that spirit is in the likeness and image. If you look at a bear sheep after Adam and Hava fell and they gave up their dominion, it's then when the father said, now you will have children in your likeness and image, meaning they're not connected to me. They have to make the choice. What do we make our choices from? We're getting ready to see that. So here we see spirit. So our spirit is made in the image and likeness of the father. And then I think I have the scripture up. The spirit of man is the lamp of Yahweh, searching all the inner depths of his heart. What a man believes in his heart, so is he. What is heart? Our belief system. He's searching our inner uh, belief system to make sure if we allow him to, again, this is one of the prayers, Holy Spirit, search the innermost parts of me. Help me identify. 
help me identify because I have to make the decision. I have to make the choice. You can't make it for me. I have to make the choice. Okay. That's why we exchange our will for the father's will. We make the choice to take on the mind of the Messiah or we don't. But many will say that they did things in, in the, the authority of Yeshua. But when you get there, he's going to say, I don't know you. You didn't have a relationship with me. You didn't even utilize the helper that I left here for you. So I don't know you. You said things, but you didn't do it. Living out of born, born again spirit is being. It says be holy because Elohim is holy. It's being. It's not just saying. Now, it's important for us to say things, but it's even the more important for us to do them. Because anybody can say a scripture, anybody can quote a scripture, but do you believe it? Are you going to operate it? Are you going to apply it? That's where we need to make sure we fine tune. So let's go back. We got the spirit and we get into that. And uh, then we have the soul and the soul is comprised of our mind, our will and our emotions, our mind. Our mind is the housing agent for the thoughts that we accept as true. Our belief system is, is lying in the soul. And then the will, the will is the ability to make choice. We have a free will, the ability to make a choice. But when we become ambassadors, we exchange our will for the father's will, meaning we exchange the way that we think and the choices that we make. And we make sure, that's why it's important to make sure that precept is in right standing because you get a set of convictions. How many people are uh, being convicted and the precept is rooted in darkness? You have to think about that. And then our emotions. The father gave us emotions, so it's a purpose for them. But we have to understand as ambassadors, we have to learn how to manage those emotions. It's a time, a set time for everything. So you have to make sure as an ambassador, that you control those emotions. We're going to go into that because I'm going to show you where the hindrances lie on you hearing your born-again spirit or being led by your born-again spirit. It's your soul. That's why when you become born again, am I yelling? <laughs> I, I, I sound like I'm yelling. Okay. I'm just, I'm passionate about this. Uh, and so when we... Uh, when we understand that the soul is being fine-tuned, when we become born-again believers, our souls have to conform to the spirit, okay? So we have to identify what it is in our soul because this is where our issue lies. It can never lie in the spirit because the spirit is in the perfect image and likeness of Elohim. He can't, the Holy Spirit can never get it wrong. So we don't have to fine tune Holy Spirit. We don't have to check Holy Spirit. If we are truly led by our born again spirit, the Holy Spirit, then the soul will get in line. Now, this is one. <laughs> this last one here is we haven't even got to the soul. Most people fall short of, of this last one, the body. What are we seeing now? We're seeing. Let me come out of this. We're seeing a generation of 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 people 
that glorify the flesh. Scripture tells us the flesh must die daily because the flesh wants to do what it wants to do. And most people, they don't even get to the solace realm, but we have people that call themselves ambassadors. This is where the issue is. I'm not worried about the world. They're going to do whatever they want to do. They almost, they about an inch away from just being completely naked. Naked, naked, whatever you call it. <laughs> they, they're, they're getting to that point. They're very close to it. So we know that their lives are governed by the flesh. They listen to the flesh. And if they're not born again and they say, I'm spiritual, you haven't been initiated to the school of thought. So that spirit is not in a regenerated state. So yeah, you're spiritual, but it's still being led by something else. It's most likely led by the soul, but in most cases, it's even both of them, that soul and that body. So let's go back to that. What is the, what, what are our bodies? What are they used for? They're not for us to put them on display. They're not for us to abuse them. What are they for? So it grants us legal authority in the earth. Our bodies grant us legal authorities in the earth. We have one of my brothers on, uh, Daniel, and he what he does, uh, he, he was my trainer, he still is. I'm just saying it. But what he's doing, when I was talking to him, you're still operating kingdom principles because you're taking care of the temple. Now, when we glorify the temple, we lift it up in pride, we lift the flesh up, then that's when we out of order. But it's fine to take care of the temple because it's been given to you to make sure you take care of it. But it has to be subjected. It has to be conformed to the spirit as well. So you will act out what's in your soul, what's in your belief system. It's going to come out in the flesh. One indication of rebellion, of, of missing the mark, a misconception, a prisoner of their own mind, of your own misconception is the way that we dress. It's a very, it's a close indication. Before you even say a word, your influence is either going forth or it's diminished because of the way that you dress. So that's why it's important for us to make sure that we don't give into our flesh, that it has to die. So no, we're not showing every single part of our bodies to flaunt anything off. We're glorifying it. That's out of order. That's not of Elohim. That's not having the mind of the Messiah. That's having the mind of the old serpent. Because only two sorts of thought. All right. And Corinthians, I'll have, can someone keep me up on my time? I started my time a little late. So someone in the chat can tell me how much more time I have. I can make sure. Um, so in Corinthians, Olive 6, 19 and 20 says, do you know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from Elohim? You are not your own. You are bought at a price. Therefore, honor, respect, have a high esteem for Elohim with your bodies. If I'm showing everything <laughs> in every crevice and no discreetness, then I'm not honoring Elohim. I'm not honoring Elohim. So let's go to this next point. Our mind. Okay, so we're we're on the soulish part of this thing. And uh, we get into the spirit. But in order to get to the spirit, we got to deal with the problem. Our problem lies in our soul. It's not the spirit. When the soul is in, in conformity to the spirit, the body lines, it, it, the flesh lines up. Everything lines up. 
So the issue is here. So we have to spend a little time here um, to make sure that we get it. We want you to get it. We want you to connect the dots. We want you to have illumination. Illumination comes from what? Can someone tell me where, where illumination comes from? The Holy Spirit after having an understanding of revealed truth. Yes, 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 yes. It comes from the Holy Spirit. Okay. All that time went by fast. Now I see what Dad be talking about. <laughs> okay. Uh, just keep me informed on that. So uh, the mind. The mind is the housing agent of our thoughts. The thoughts that we have agreed with and the ideas that we download into our belief system. The mind is so powerful that it can allow or reject the Holy Spirit from operating in us. We just saw in Corinthians um, that our bodies are temples of ho the Holy Spirit. So even with that, even if we do something outside of the will of the Father, do something outside of the the, line, the guidelines and rules and regulations as an ambassador, um, we still have to understand that the Holy Spirit doesn't leave. When you become born again, the Holy Spirit, Spirit still is still there. And we vex the Holy Spirit when we do things outside the will and we don't um, get counsel, get an understanding, spend time, meditate. It's better off for you to just say, I don't believe. I, I'm just going to be a heathen. For you to come into the knowledge of the truth, say that you are a part of the kingdom of Elohim and go and do something else. And do so, that that's that's hypocrisy. And the scripture tells us the father Elohim, Yeshua, hates hypocrisy because you're saying one thing, you're doing something else. But what people are going to catch on to is what you do. That's what they see. They don't that you can say something. That's a lot of people say things and say they'll keep promises and do things like that, but they don't follow through with them. They didn't receive the action, they didn't do what they said they were going to do. So hypocrisy, when it's uh, full-blown, and the scripture tells us, it gives birth to rebellion. It gives birth to rebellion. Okay. Y'all still got to tell me if I'm yelling or not. Uh, okay. Um, let me move this over here. Next is our will. Our will. Having a free will is having a freedom of choice. Hold on, though, Ambassador. When you become an ambassador, you exchange that will. So, no, I don't have opinion. I can't state my opinion anymore. I don't state what I think about something because it's not, I'm not, I have the mind of the Messiah now. My thoughts are, are the Father's thoughts. I think the way the Father thinks. So, when it pertains to something, it's not my opinion. It comes from a source. And if the source is pure, it's coming from the Father. So, here, we, we, we exchange our will for his will. We no longer have that. Well, we still have that freedom of choice, but we choose to exchange it. We have to choose to exchange that. Next, the choices we make plant seeds that will either work for us or against us. Every choice that you make, every decision from the time that you get up and you grab your phone and you spend time on social media scrolling, seeing what everybody else is doing. You're planting seeds that either work for you or against you. What influences you is going to take top priority. And if the Holy Spirit is not our top priority, then we're not going to take time out to know who he is. Let's evaluate our time. 
Time is a kingdom currency. You can't place a value on time. Now, we spend our time where we make the most choices at. And we make our choices because we're influenced by something that's, that we deposit our time, we exchange our time for. So every choice that we make as ambassadors, it plants a seed and it'll work for us or work against us. Next, the Father wants us to make in a divine exchange his will for our will. We can't do what we want to do and exclude what he wants us to do and still say that we're ambassadors. It doesn't work like that. That's listening to your human spirit or that's listening to your flesh that wants to go against the spirit. And we'll see a scripture here in just a minute about that. And then the Holy Spirit can never override our wills because it violates his word. Holy Spirit can never override our ability to make a choice because it would violate the word by him giving us the will, giving us the opportunity to make a decision. The father doesn't want anything that he has to force. He doesn't want anyone being used that he has to make do something. That's not activating the law of accountability. They're also not activating the law of scholarship where we seek and we make a decision because of the kingdom currency that we deposit, the time that we deposit into knowing the will of the father. And then lastly, the will of the father is that we become kingdom citizens and operate as kings in the earth. Solution, by making choices that are directed through the spirit and not the soul. So the will of the father is what that we become kingdom citizen, operate as kingdom citizen earth. Is that it's the father's will that every man comes to the knowledge of the truth. Be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. So it's two parts to that. You acknowledge Yeshua as Yahweh, as Lord, owner. And then now you have to make a choice to come into the knowledge. The knowledge is a uh, result of the law of scholarship being applied. So as, as ambassadors, we're, we are born again, but now we're learning how to conform the soul, how to conform the flesh to the spirit. Okay. So lastly, on this soulish realm, and let me check my time. Um, Okay, somebody go on YouTube, and when we start it there, that'll be at my that my time market. So if you can do that for me, so I can make sure I'm doing things in order, um, I would appreciate that. Um, okay, let's see. All right, so the next one is emotions. Emotions send signals to the brain that release chemicals. Emotions come from the arousal of the nervous system. A chemical reaction occurs because of synapse. What are synapse? Synapse are a part of the nervous system, and it is through these neurons that are that are able to transmit messages using neurotransmitters. So when we talk about emotions, they're sending signals to release chemicals, and we have these different chemicals available, and I don't know if we'll be able to go to them, uh, but dopamine is one one chemical that's released and uh okay got my time thank you 
uh, that is released into the brain and causes us to feel an emotion. And if we're led by emotions, our emotions have an access door to our uh, to to us. And so, um, when someone indulges in drugs, it releases this dopamine. It has a feeling of some people feel comfort when they when they stick a needle in their hand and inject some type of drug into their system. Some people go on social media, the new drug of, of this age, they get on get on the phones and they spend so much time and you get dopamine released when somebody, when you post a picture or a video and somebody likes it and you feel this feeling, it's because those uh, neurons are transmitting, sending signals to the brain that's releasing this chemical called dopamine. Some people take uh, different medicines and and they get they would get uh, dopamine released in their brain, or uh, because of of the connection. Again, it's even it's still connecting to the belief system. My emotions still connecting to the belief system when you get finished with it. So why is this important? Because again, we have to fine tune the soulish man to make sure that it conforms to the Holy Spirit, and. By doing that, we have to put all these things in check. How many people are uh, allowing emotions to control their day versus being led by the Holy Spirit who provides peace? Uh, when the winds or the ways of life come forth that provides peace to us, that provides protection to us, that provides guidance, we go into a new business. We get emotional. We we oh, I can't do it. I, I I don't feel like I can do it. I had I haven't did this before. Everything under the sun, but but applying the word. What does the word say I can do? Who do I have here in the earth that's helping me get those things done? Why am I not using them? Why am I not using them? Because we're being led by something other than the Holy Spirit, and I'm pretty sure. 99.9% sure that it's in the soulish realm because it can't be in the spiritual realm. It can't be on the, in the spirit. <clears throat> so let's go to, uh, <clears throat> let's go to that. Okay, 40, I got you. Okay, I figured I wasn't able to get to this, uh, but it is what it is. Okay, let's go to these functions um, of your spirit. This was so powerful, it hit me like a ton of bricks. We've been taught these functions, and I, when the last time I taught on this, I only had three of them. <laughs> it's so many of them, so many functions of the spirit, because when we take on the mind of the Messiah, we now have all of this as access. Let's go to our, our foundation scripture here, right under here. I think this should be on the next slide. Uh, Corinthians, Olive said 12, 7, and 11. Now to each one, the manifestation of the spirit is given for common good. To one there is given through the spirit, a message of wisdom. To another message of knowledge by means of the same spirit. To another faith by the same spirit. Another gifts of healing by that one spirit. To another miraculous powers. To another one, prophecy. To another distinguishing between spirits, discernment. To another speaking in different kinds of tongues, the language of fire, and to still another, the interpretation of 
uh, that language. All these are the work of one and the same spirit, and he distributes them to each one just as he determines. So that's why when we get on ambassadors, if we're truly led by the Holy Spirit, it's bubbling over, it's overflowing. So that's when we, when our pastor asks us to, uh, they want to have a word of encouragement, word of prophecy, uh, testimony, uh, things that are happening because you're living out of the born again spirit. You're taking on the mind of the Messiah. So that's why, and we don't force it. That's because, again, you have to make the choice to open yourself up to allow Holy Spirit to pour the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding that's going to push you forward. And when you come to the assembly, everything is bubbling over. You uh, minister uh, with song, um, word of encouragement, prophecy. All these things are evidence that Holy Spirit is top priority and Holy Spirit is leading you and guiding you. So that's just something to hold yourself accountable to. Am I actually allowing, being led to, to be led by the Holy Spirit? That's something to think about. And if not, guess what? We have the ability to change the way that we think. And we and Holy Spirit didn't leave. He's still right there. Well, I'm trying to tell you, but every time I try to talk to you, you got the TV on. Every time I try to talk to you, you're you on your phone. Every time I talk to you, you're going to get overtime hours. You're not listening to me. You got music in your ear. You're not listening. I'm talking all the time. I'm talking all the time. And you're not allowing me to be who I am and who and what I was sent to do. You're not allowing it. You're shutting, it, you're shutting the door in the, in the face of the Holy Spirit. You're shutting the door. You're locking it. You're deadbolting it. You're putting two by fours over it. You put a sheet of plywood over it. You're closing the door and closing the windows, locking the windows for access from the Holy Spirit to dwell in this temple. We got to do better. Okay. Um, Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let me go back to this. Um, okay, so we're not even gonna get to all these functions. Um, that's fine. We know I already knew that when it was revealed. So um, let's go to conscious. This is very important, very, very important. So now that we've dealt with the, the soul, now we're dealing with uh, correcting the soul. Now that we're dealing with what are we fine-tuning this soul to go to? What is the, the mark when we, we're not missing the mark, but aiming to hit the mark and hitting the mark? How are we hitting the mark? Because we have the mind of the Messiah. And one of those things, these functions, we see here, we see conscious, we see truth. The word of truth and the spirit of truth are joined together. They can't be set apart. So it's a function of the spirit. But if you're not led by the spirit, you won't get that. You won't get it. Faith, living out of our born again spirit. There we go. The lifestyle is a function of the spirit leading us, a manifestation of the spirit leading us, a manifestation of the spirit fully operating inside of us, inside out, intuition, fellowship. And I'm going to show you some other ones, uh, but we're going to start with this conscious because we, we're almost out of time. Yeah, we're almost out of time. So we, we'll probably just get to this one. That's fine. It's okay. Um, let's go here. <clears throat> conscious. All right. So we went to the dictionary and saw uh, and just kind of got a, a base meaning of what conscious is. And it is an, an inner feeling 
or voice viewed as acting as a guide to rightness or wrongness of one's behavior. Hey, this is one thing right here. You can never be led or guided into wrongness when you led by the Holy Spirit. He will never miss it. You can put complete 125,000% in knowing that the Holy Spirit is going to guide you, that he's going to lead you, that he's leading you, that you can never miss it. There's no, um, there's no hidden agendas with the Holy Spirit. Okay. Romeo 9 and 1, 9 says, I speak the truth in the Messiah. I'm not lying. My conscience confirms it through the Holy Spirit. It confirms it because the Holy Spirit would never miss it. To heal them, uh, 139 and 10. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast because the Holy Spirit is leading you, can never miss it will never lead you astray. Lucas 4 and 1 says, Yeshua, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. And if you follow this, he was led into the wilderness and the word was tested. The old serpent was there to try to uh, test the word, but we already know Yeshua is the word made flesh. And as believers, we are flesh being made word because we have to understand how to be led by the Holy Spirit. That's why our flesh is becoming word. That's why it's important for us to spend time to meditate, to apply the law of scholarship on learning every single law, precept, principle, system that works for us. And then we won't stress and strain. We don't have to worry about where the next meal is coming from. We don't have to worry about shelter over our heads. We don't have to worry about uh, if, is my boss going to fire me today? We don't have to worry about, am I going to be able to pay this bill? Because the focus is not on that. Those are temporary things. The scripture tells us to focus on things eternal. What's eternal? The Holy Spirit lives forever. Focus on the Holy Spirit. Completely trust in the Holy Spirit, knowing that your answer lies in the Spirit. I'm trying to put this scripture up real quick. Well, I ended on that. Let's go to these a couple more of the conscious. <clears throat> Thank you uh, for the time. Um, let me know my time. I really appreciate that. Uh, Romeo 8 and 4. That the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh. But those who live, living out our born again spirit, faith, it's not just believing and we don't see, but, you know, we believe in faith. No, it's it's an actual lifestyle. It's a result of what influences us. The things of the spirit for to be carnal minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. That noon is life that we get as an inheritor of 
what's been deposited in us. What's been deposited in us is the Holy Spirit. Brings forth life. That song we were listening to. We got a river of living water flowing inside of us. We have the Holy Spirit. We have the anointing inside of us. And it's coming forth. And the way that I think, the way that I do things, what I say, how I make decisions, everything is conformed to making sure that I am listening to the Holy Spirit. And then peace, shalom, any chaos that tries to surround us, surround our minds, surround our families, surround the businesses that we uh, manage, it has to cease because we understand when we live out of our born again spirit that everything has to conform to that word. All right, Galatians uh, 5 and 18. Uh, so I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now we understand. See, somebody about the wrong deal. Ah, I told you about that law. Uh-uh. That's why it's important to understand Hebrew and go to the source. Get it in the purest form. What law are we talking about? That religious law. You're not under that religious law because there's no religious spirit in heaven. Yeshua wasn't religious. He despised that. Because it breaks you away from the thing that you say you're part of. That's what religion does. So they help somebody out there. Uh, Romeo 8, 26, 27. In the same way, the spirit helps, helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our heart knows the mind of the spirit because the spirit intercedes for Elohim's people in accordance with the will of Elohim. Okay, so that's important to understand because we 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 have to know that even in in communicating to headquarters, the kingdom of heaven, we utilize the Holy Spirit. We have many prayers, petitions going forth that are don't even make it up there because it's not rooted in anything. It's not coming from the word. So we have to make sure again, that's a part of having the mind of the Messiah, having that relationship with the Holy Spirit. And then Matthew Yahoo 10, 19 and 20 will uh, end here. But when they arrest you, do not worry about what, what to say or how to say it. At that time, you will be given what to say. For it will not be you speaking, but the spirit of your father speaking through you. Holy Spirit speaks through us. Has anybody... Uh, had a encounter with someone they're talking to someone and the word is just coming straight out and you like that's definitely not me that's definitely not me everybody had that experience thumbs up thumbs up thumbs up <laughs> like dad saying i've had experience all the times like did i say that or even when we teaching you go back and listen oh did i say that holy spirit is speaking through us we are temples of the holy spirit if we in right standing exercise of holiness then we create an environment for the holy spirit to flow out of us so it is going to come out <clears throat> so uh we, we're not able to get to the other ones but i did want to leave with one more scripture uh uh where is that at 
Okay, this last scripture, and then we'll we'll be uh we'll be done. Thank you for the time. Uh, let me know time. I really appreciate that. Um. All right. So in Corinthian Olive two and one, it says, "However, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things Elohim has prepared for those." who love him, who are revealing his heart in the earth. These are the things Elohim has revealed to us by his spirit. The spirit searches all things, even the deep things of Elohim. For who knows a person's thoughts except the, their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of Elohim except the spirit of Elohim. <clears throat> what we have received is not the spirit of the world, but the spirit of who is from Elohim, so that we may understand what Elohim has freely given us. This is what we speak, not in words taught us by human wisdom, but in words taught by the spirit, explaining spiritual realities with spiritual taught words. The person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of Elohim, but considers them foolish and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the spirit. The person with the spirit makes judgment about, about all things, but such a person is not subject to merely human judgment. So what we see here is the uh, Holy Spirit searching the innermost parts of the Father. So, and it tells us that no man knows the thoughts of Elohim. They can't fathom. We can't Im even imagine the perplexity of the Father's mind, how he thinks. But the spirit who has searched the innermost parts of Elohim. And if you want to know your purpose, why you were created, you want to know the vision. There's many men in the earth, lost kings in the earth, looking, searching for vision and wanting to operate in their purpose. They're not born again. They can't truly receive it because Elohim knows the plans when even we were, were formed in our, uh, the wombs of our mother, he already knew the plan's purpose, why we, were, why we were created. And in order for us to get that, this is how powerful the Father is, his word is so strong, we have to apply the law of scholarship. We have to apply the law of scholarship to, to, get, to gain that wisdom that has been given to the Holy Spirit by way of exchange. Exchange in a way I think for what Holy Spirit thinks. So with that being said, we we out of time. We appreciate you guys for coming on. Uh, again, like, subscribe, and share. If you have a prayer request, do put it in our chat box, and uh, we'll make sure to get it to uh, the prayer team. We want to make sure, again, the whole man is prospering. So with that.